Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Sorry we're late this week. It's okay. <laughs> we had stuff going on. <laughs> well... So last week we did people who had close encounters with killers, serial killers, creepy people. And one of our listeners, Marissa, who we know, she's been a longtime listener. We've seen her around. She wrote in one of her own creepy killer encounters. Wow. So I thought I'd just redo a part two. I'll read hers and then I have some more creepy encounters. So this is um, Marissa's story. After hearing you guys read creepy near miss stories on Friday's mini episode, it reminded me of something that happened to me and my friends a decade ago. Back when I was a senior in high school, my friend group, we were four girls, decided to go on a random hike around Lake Hodges, a large lake and wildlife park in San Diego County. It was a really strange choice because we had a ton of other hiking spots and hangout locations, but for some reason we wanted to try something new. While exploring the lake, we came upon a weird marshy area that was muddy and creepy sticks coming out of the sludge. I remember seeing a branch that looked like a skeleton foot sticking out of the mud and saying to my friends, wow, this would be the perfect place to bury a dead body. (laughs) Of course, our listener (laughs) is the one in the group (laughs) who says things like that. My friends agreed because we were strange, macabre teenagers that that we thought about this stuff like that. Anyway, after hanging out around the lake for a few hours, we went to Hernandez Hideaway, a Mexican restaurant next to the lake. Fast forward to three weeks later, a senior girl from a neighboring high school goes missing after going on a run by herself. What the hell, Melon? I'm taking that away. (laughs) You've lost your privileges. Okay. This is a disaster. Where do you put it? Where'd you put the jingle ball? All right. We don't know where the jingle ball is. Okay. Okay. All right. Where were we? I'm so sorry. Okay. Fast forward. Fast forward to three weeks later, a senior girl from a neighboring high school goes missing after going on a run by herself. It was a huge deal in San Diego. There was a big search effort for her that went on for days. A lot of people at my school knew her and everyone was crying and talking about it in class. A few days later, the police arrested the murder suspect at Hernandez Hideaway, the restaurant that we had just been to weeks before. Right after that, the sheriff announced that they had found her body. My stomach dropped once I realized where they found her. It was the marshy spot on Lake Hodges that I had just been hanging out with with my friends the week, the few weeks before. That's the place where I had said this would be the perfect place to bury a dead body. It eventually came out that the man who killed her was a serial rapist and murderer and had killed another teen girl about a year before. I'm so glad I was with my friends when I went to the lake because it came out later that he murdered the murderer prowled around that area looking for solo teen girls to assault. Even though I don't remember ever seeing him, I still get creeped out thinking about how close we were to the whole thing and how he may have seen me and my friends hanging out as he was looking for his next victim. I still haven't gone to the lake since, and it gives me chills whenever I think about it. Damn. Now, I remember this story. 
I thought I had saved a link to, this was like a big story 10 years ago. The, the woman was like, her name was Chelsea and she was like a blonde teen jogging around the lake. And this creepy guy, I think his name was like Robert something. I just remembered this story. It was like yeah. such a big deal. And then when they found her, they realized he had, he was also responsible for this other girl killed a year before. Such a creepy Creepy story. Oh my God. I have chills thinking about it. Okay. So I have some more and these I found on Reddit boards. So this is a person who says when they were 17, they met a man 10 years older who she's calling Felix. He was a widower with a five-year-old son. When I became pregnant, he left me sneaking out in the middle of the night. Fast forward 18 years. His daughter would like to know her dad. After much research, they finally meet and have some contact. Then they lose touch after a couple of years. I go on the internet to find him again. This time I am, I am contacted by the brother, brother of his deceased wife. The brother tells me that Felix was suspected in the drowning death of his first wife and the suspect in the disappearance of two women that had entered his life after me. As a result of the perseverance of the mother of the second woman, an investigative journalist, Felix was finally brought to trial for the death of his first wife and the disappearance of the two women um, were allowed as testimony in his trial. He is now in prison. I feel like if circumstances had been a little different, I could have been one of the victims. That's so scary. Isn't that scary that she also like, here's your dad. (laughs) He's a fucking killer. It's like, that would have been better off just not ever letting her know. Okay. So this story is from a guy who's writing about something that happened to his father. So when his father graduated high school, he started hitchhiking across the United States. He started in Michigan and ended up in San Francisco. He stayed there for two months, but he was trying to get into the hippie movement. But according to his dad, it was already long over. So he's like, yeah, I'll go back to the Midwest. So he is back in the Chicago suburbs. He's walking through a housing development that had several huge houses that were under construction. So he said that a pickup truck came around the corner, um, he put his thumb out, and the truck stopped and he got in. He said the truck had a company decal on the side, and he assumed the guy driving was doing work on one of the houses in that neighborhood. He described the man as pudgy with a mustache and dark hair. He said the guy told him he ran a construction company and asked if my dad was looking for work. My dad told him he could use the money, and the guy said he could stay at his house for the night and get on the job the next morning. All was going well until the guy started making sexual advances. My dad never went into the detail of what the driver tried to make him do. My dad told him to stop the truck and the guy sped up for a bit. And when he had to slow down to go around a curve, my dad saw his way out. He grabbed his bag and opened the door and bailed out of the truck, landing in a nearby ditch. He said he laid there for a few minutes waiting to see if the truck was going to come back around. And when he felt the coast was clear, he ran to a payphone, called his mother to get him a bus ticket home. He said he walked to the Greyhound station and, and waited for the bus in the morning. My dad came to believe years later after seeing a newspaper article that the man was John Wayne Gacy. I was going to say, I was like, I know, John Wayne Gacy. Definitely. He said he recognized the picture in a paper and just connected the dots. When I asked him how come he never called the police, he said he was carrying a huge bag of weed and he was worried if he called the police, <laughs> he'd get arrested. Well, how old was the dad also? I think he was like in his... T- like late teens, 19 so or 20. So the right age for John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, totally. Absolutely like the perfect age. Also the construction. That's yeah. so scary. I immediately, when you said like Chicago area right. and like guy in construction, I'm like, oh, it's John Wayne Gacy. Absolutely. Okay. So this guy 
has a story that his uncle told him. He said when he was hitchhiking around in the 70s, at some point he got into a van with a couple of guys. And after he got in, he just had a weird feeling. His gut was on point, And one of the guys held a gun to his head and told him to shut the fuck up. He did keep his cool. The guy stopped at a gas station and told him to stay in the van. The men went into the gas station and my uncle booked after they were in there and out of sight. And he never looked back. He ended up seeing the two men again. Um, they didn't see him like around that same area. It turned out to be later on that he knew it was Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Tool. Dude, those guys are stupid enough to go in the store and be like, stay here. <laughs> yeah, they were really not good at being criminals. And they were famously like, yeah, just like dunces. not dunce. They were absolute dunces. So what? what's the name of this Reddit board? It's several, there's not a specific board. It's just people who are like, who's had some creepy encounters? Like there isn't a board um, devoted to it. It's various ones. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I want to check out this. I know it should be a board. No, it's not a subreddit. I shouldn't have called it a board, but it's just like individual questions. There's like several sites. I think some of them were in like a a board that was just like serial killers. So, you know, those topics every once in a while, people are like, has anyone had a connection to one i mean i read the reddit true crime i should follow stuff. more boards because i just will randomly search stuff i don't follow if i only follow like a few boards like the sopranos and unresolved mysteries which i like uh, yeah I, i've i've looked at the unresolved mysteries but i like the general true crime one just because it has like updates about cases and stuff and then of course i follow all the tlc boards. oh right like i follow the 90 day fiance whatever and yeah I want to, I'm like really into Reddit and I just don't, I don't have it down. Reddit, honestly, has so much more chill than Twitter. I think I initially just thought Reddit was like a cesspool and I, I'm sure there are boards that are that. Of course. But then I, I didn't realize how much good stuff is there. So I kind of avoided it for a really long time. So this story is from late 2010. This guy said he went out on the town with his friends to get drunk as people do. At one point in the night, I managed to get separated from them and with no phone on me and being really drunk, I decided to just wait at the bar. I was with them last in and on the, on the off chance they came back. Anyways, I met some girl and a guy in the bar who were friendly and invited me back to a house party. After maybe three hours of drinking with them, I decided they were trustworthy enough to go party with. At 3 a.m., we got in a taxi back to the guy's house, which was in a really bad area. My way... Um, that he said it was very known for having violent crime, et cetera. At the house was four guys and three girls who were already intoxicated. Joints were smoked. It was like a real party. After an hour or so, all the girls left and only me and the house owner remained. Uh, I was a very drunk party go- goer, so he um, and I couldn't afford a taxi, so he said I could stay until the morning when I could get picked up. He went upstairs to sleep in his bed, and as... H, oh, sorry. H said he would like to sleep. Oh, the the house owner who he's calling H now. H said he would like to sleep on the sofa, which was weird because I was going to sleep on the sofa that was right next to Wait, it. So this guy just met this guy. Yes. And he's at his house. Look, I was, <laughs> can, can I just say if I was the homeowner and some party goer who I just met that night was like fucking hanging around after everyone had already left, I'd be so irritated. I, I was thinking as I read this, like that is just not something I did like go around. I, I was like not that type. I would go to a party, but I wouldn't go to strangers' houses. Oh, well, I or- definitely <laughs> went to strangers. I'm just saying, I just, I mean, look, I'm assuming this person isn't a total uh, degenerate like I was. Right. Uh, I just I think, think people get drunk and do stupid shit. Well, yes, yeah. but I, 
I just am thinking about the homeowner because I have had that happen to me before where it's like it wasn't even a it was just like a regular get together wasn't no drinking or anything and I just remember this one girl like she just would not leave and it was like I was doing that right. thing where I was going into the bathroom and washing my face yeah and putting she, PJs on putting PJs put on, a mask on and she was still having a full on conversation with me and I'm like get the fuck out of my house oh my god that's so irritating but I couldn't say that no well I don't think that's exactly this situation because so he, he was fine to scratch the home Homeowner was like, stay, right? And the guy was like, okay. And then he's like, let's make out. What happened? No, I'll tell you what happened. So he thought that was weird that he's like, I'm going to sleep here. Even though it's his house, he could go up to his room. Anyway, after maybe 15 minutes of me trying to get to sleep, he starts touching my leg in a, in a way. That's when I realized that he might be gay. I have nothing against gays. <laughs> of course, like a Reddit. It's like, yes, if you're not gay, that's or anyone touching your leg, female or male, it's inappropriate. So I told him to stop, which he did and fell back asleep. 30 minutes later, I had passed out and I woke up to see him staring at me, just in the dark, staring at me sleeping. This freaked me out a bit, so I just pretended to still be asleep. After five minutes of this, he started to come towards me and leaned over me before touching my groin area. I thought, this is enough, so I kind of jumped up and said, get off of me. The second I said this, he grabbed me by the throat and started putting his hand under the sofa as if he was trying to get something. I used all of my force to get him off me, but he was a lot bigger and had the advantage of standing over me while I was down. Um, Someone upstairs must have heard the commotion because they came running downstairs. And when H saw the um, person who came downstairs, he let me go and, and I quickly bolted out the door. I assumed something wasn't right, but anyway... Nine months pass. I'm forgetting about the whole incident when I look at my local paper and see his face. It turns out he had invited a man back to his house, and when the man turned him down, he repeatedly hit him in the head with a hammer, killing him. <sighs> to this day, I think that maybe he was trying to get the hammer from underneath the sofa. <laughs> he absolutely was. That's so scary. That's terrifying. If that roommate hadn't come downstairs. Yeah. It's weird. Like I, the other thing I wrote for like one of our Patreons, it's like, it's, you can't help when you read these stories or even when we research a story thinking like of how you always see these moments where it's like, if only they didn't, um, if they only stayed out an hour later or whatever, like these single things that would have made a difference. It's so scary <laughs> to think well, yeah. where you're like, if I turn left or right, it could make all the difference, well, right? Of like, of course, you don't know these things at the time. No, but it's like when you're reading it and you can like have 2020 hindsight, obviously, it's yeah. so scary to Absolutely. like start thinking about that in your real life. So like, should I turn left here? Maybe if I go around the block, that will be <laughs> the difference. Like, you can't get into your head about it, but yeah. Okay. So this is from a woman. About 20 years ago, I was living in North Hollywood. I had a cute little cottage that was like in the last row of three in an old alley. It was very private despite being situated next to a gas station in a busy intersection. One afternoon I was in my living room. A knock came at the door, actually a security screen door of heavy metal mesh with reinforcing bars. Those are pretty common in LA. Yes. Uh, it's we basically like them. a screen door that's really hard and secure. It's not like something you could cut through. Well, I don't have them currently, yeah. but I've had them. Yeah, they're pretty common in LA. I just don't know if they are everywhere. So it's basically like having a door a closed door. You can't get into it. A cheery but anxious man stood there. He said, Miss, can you please help me? My wife's in labor and I'm having difficulty contacting my father-in-law. He showed me an address book. I was confused as to what he was asking me to do, but I walked toward the the door wanting to help. Please, Miss, my wife is in labor. If I could just call my father-in-law. I stepped towards the door and reached for the handle and I swear to God, it was as if an electric shock went through me. I let go of the handle and I took a step back. He saw me hesitate. Please, she's right there in the van, he said, motioning towards a van on the street. If you could just slip 
step out here. You could see her. I'm sure he saw the fear in me. I told him I would not open the door, but I would call anyone for him if he read out the number. He told me that he couldn't because it was a private number and it would only take him a second. As he put his hand on the door handle, I blurted out that I would call the police for him. He ran with my heart thudding in my ears. I called a friend and she insisted I call the police. I did. And within 20 minutes, a detective called me back. They wanted info on this guy because it seemed to sound like someone they were trying very hard to find. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. My pregnant wife, she's right there in my van. Like have someone call for it. Like, why would you even stop? Right. That's so scary. Why wasn't he just driving straight to the hospital? Right. Like there's a lot of... Look, this guy did not think this through. <laughs> what an idiot. I think it's... it's. I hate those kind of stories because they're just really playing on people's kindness. Ugh. Do you know what I mean? And like yes. wanting to help somebody and you're hoping that they don't even think because they're just like immediately like, oh my God, how can I help you? Of course. It's just so awful. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Okay, what else you got? So this guy wrote in to tell a story about his uncle. In the late 80s, he worked as a carpenter and was basically a vagabond who worked wherever he could get work and kind of would move around city to city. His uncle was very tall but thin with a great smile and sense of humor. My mother and her siblings, including my uncle, are quarter Native American, but my uncle really looked it. He had very long black hair and he kept it in a ponytail. Uh, So one year my uncle... 1988, but he thinks it might have been 1989, ended up in Milwaukee. Now, my uncle never married, and my family suspects he may have been in the closet his whole life. One night, he goes out drinking, and while he's chewing down on some peanuts and brews, this other young man approaches him and starts talking to him. Uh-oh. My uncle, being ever the chatterbox, loved meeting new and interesting people. However, this guy seemed unusually interested in him and kept wanting asking him if he wanted to go outside for a smoke. Towards the end of the conversation... Um, someone mentioned something about a blowjob and ending up at this guy's place. My uncle, for whatever reason that night, decided that the guy was a little bit off and told him no several times. Finally, the guy got mad at my uncle, made a bit of a scene, and was asked to leave. 
It wasn't until a few years later when Jeffrey Dahmer made the news and they showed his mugshot that my uncle realized how lucky he had, he had come that night. That is so scary. One of our listeners uh, at replied us and, oh. and said being a young gay black man during right. that time was terrifying. I mean, I can imagine it's like he had a very, Jeffrey Dahmer had a very specific type. He preyed on these young men at the club. Yeah. yeah. Like he was very charming apparently. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. That story, I mean, we'll probably do it at some point. Yes. Because it's so, I was so, that would probably be one of my favorite cases. Like the one I was the most obsessed with. It's It's so, so, there's like so much to it. And because his parents did a lot of interviews, you really got to know a lot about his childhood. I don't know. Like, it's just so fascinating. And then obviously his death too was crazy. Well, yeah. And the thing that I remember... Like, uh, just seeing the news clips of the victim's parents was something that always really stuck with me. Just how, yeah, just how awful and tragic the whole thing was. Like, that was probably it. I think seeing a lot of the families, we saw a made lot of the different families. than a lot of the other cases. Yeah. So you could really feel it. It was just so awful. Ugh. Well, we'll definitely do that story because have you seen My Friend Dahmer? No. It's good. Yeah. It's, I have to see it. I haven't. The kid who plays Jeffrey does an excellent job. Right. That's good. It's I want to see it. It's very creepy and very 70s, so I think you would oh, like it. of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is a story from a woman. She said her skin crawls still thinking about this encounter that she had. Uh, she was out shopping for school, school supplies. Um, she had just moved to her new college town. She didn't even have a cell phone yet. Um, she, after leaving the one her folks had paid for at a party or something, she had lost her phone. I was grown and could take my, care of myself, so she didn't bother asking her parents for any help. One day after making these school supplies purchases, she left the park. Um, sorry, the parking lot, and noticed a truck pull up behind her at the exit. It was late and there wasn't too many people out. I pulled out and so did he. A few miles down a long retail street with lots of stoplights before making my turn. As I drove, I realized the guy in the truck was trying to get my attention. I was in a relationship, so I ignored him. Over the next few miles, he kept trying to get me to look at him. Some red lights, he would end up ahead of me, some behind, but at every light, he positioned himself so he could stare at me either directly or in one of his mirrors. His gaze was unwavering and my anxiety rose. He was driving oddly, speeding up to close to my bumper, hitting the brakes when he was in front of me, swerving close to a car a few times. Finally, at a red light when he was beside me, I glanced over and absolutely started to panic when I met with an unbelievably empty, unwavering stare. He was also jerking off. (gasps) This is so gross. So obviously she's terrified now because this guy's clearly following her it's and trying still to going get. On the yes. Oh my god! At one point, she scoots through an intersection on a hard yellow light. Um, the cars are. She's just trying to shake him at this point. He ran around the cars at the light and ran a red light to get back in front of me. A freeway entrance ramp came up, and I tried to fake him out by putting on my signal, getting into the merge lane. He took the bait and started up the ramp. I quickly got out of the merge lane and continued straight. Again, I thought I lost him, but another light he pulled up beside me. I pulled through the light and turned into the last possible second. I made a U turn. I ran another red light. Like anything, he would follow her. Um, so her panic is really up up now. She doesn't have a cell phone. She's in a new city, all of this. So she gets to a supermarket 
because she knew there was a police station that was like in the same parking lot. He turned into the lot, but as soon as he saw the cop cars, he um, pulled out and like left. He She files a police report. The police escort her home. She keeps like wanting them to do more, but the police are obviously just kind of like, uh, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> they right. do pull the surveillance video. It's like one of those things where like, he didn't kill you, so yeah, what can we do? But this guy clearly... This yeah. Is- Something that he's not done just once. Now, the police did get the surveillance video from the store she was at when it all started, and it turned out he had been following her like the entire time she was shopping in the store. So she sees this surveillance um, video and just like, that's just so fucking creepy. Her heart was just like sinking. Now... She was able to remember some of the digits on his license plate. They were able to make the model of a truck, but in the end, the cops just did nothing. They're like, as he said, she said, we don't know that kind of shit. So she's freaked out, obviously. Then she's watching um, a Discovery ID show (laughs) about the kidnapping and murder of Sandy Jeffers. She almost fell out of her seat when she saw the mugshot of the killer, Aaron Lee Skeen. It was the guy who had been following her that whole time. So she's at this point just fucking disgusted with law enforcement because she's like, hey, if you had done something in my case, maybe this never would have happened to this fucking woman. Absolutely. Because she had to, like, she went in and did, like, a statement and everything. Well, they didn't take her seriously. Yeah. But the cops never really confirmed or denied that her run-in was with this particular guy, but she's, like, 100% certain. And obviously she's like, I was terrorized and I just feel so bad that they didn't take it seriously. Oh, how awful. Isn't that so scary and awful? Like, ugh. Yeah. So those are my uh, stories this week from that. Those are horrific, Desi. I know. There's so many. So I just try to find the ones that are like with someone famous because there's a lot of ones with just random scary encounters. Right, right. I mean, we, yeah. So I actually have a really good recommendation this week. You do? Yes. Do you have recommendations? Uh, Well, um, yes. Oh my God. I watched a really fucked up movie. A horror movie the other day. It's it came out recently in 2019. It's called Brightburn. Oh. And it's basically like what if Superman was really evil? Ooh. It's but as a kid. And you know I love movies about fucked up children. I mean, me too. That's one of my favorite genres. <laughs> me Obviously, too. my favorite movie of all time is The Bad Seed. I love We Need to Talk About Kevin. Yeah. I, I like love it. I mean The Omen. Yeah. I love any movie where there is a child up to no good. I love them too. I'm in. Yeah, so absolutely. This movie is definitely in that category. Oh, that sounds cool. But there is uh, like a, it's not a superhero movie. It's a horror movie. But okay. it's definitely like, it's basically about this kid who like has superpowers, but like what if Superman crash landed to earth as a kid and wasn't a good person. Yeah. And was fucking evil. Cool. It, this movie has one of the most intense gore scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I was, I almost fell out of my fucking chair. Really? And I've seen a lot of gore <laughs> in movies, but this one, I actively said that is the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. So if you can't handle gore, don't watch this movie. But if you like gore and you like fucked up children, yeah. watch this movie. Who is there anyone famous in it? Yes. Elizabeth Banks. Oh. And the guy who plays Badger in Breaking Bad is in it. Oh, okay. I okay. recommend it. I don't even remember hearing about it. It was not a big, yeah. huge release, but I i mean, I'd seen people talk about it on the horror Reddit board forever, so I finally just like watched it. Yeah. But that was like a standout. Is it on Shudder? 
It's not on Shutter. I rented it. Okay. I rented it on Amazon. Okay. That's where I found it. Cool. Well, I can't remember if I talked about this last week, but I did finish The Boys. Oh, yeah. It's really good. I highly recommend it. I binged it very fast. There's only two seasons, so it's easy to do. Yeah. Uh, very good, very twisted second season, especially. So watch that. Now, I did find a new show. It might be something that everyone else knows, but it's new to me. This is a recommendation courtesy of our friend Andy. He, We kind of go back and forth giving each other TV recommendations. Wait, Andy from Twitter? Yeah. So he... DM'd me the other night and he's like, I have a show recommendation for you. So the show was called Evil. Do you know this show? No. I was like, okay, thanks. Like, I'll check it out, whatever. I didn't think much of it. It's a CBS show, like a network show. So I was kind of like, uh, but it, it interested me enough that I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Now, this show is like a, a CBS version of the X-Files almost. It's a a priest and an, a psychologist who investigates supernatural phenomenon that are usually like exorcisms or demon possessions. Oh, you love that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, this show is really good. There's only one season. It's on Netflix. The first episode actually had me frightened because it was like a demon dream. <laughs> I was Rachel, I was scared. So immediately I said to Andy, because he had recommended a show that I hated before. And I was like, I love this show. Like, this is a perfect recommendation for me. It's really good. I can't. Um, so check it out. It Wait, has, was the show that you didn't like that he recommended Bosch? No, it was Ted Lasso. What's that? I don't know. Some dipshit show. <laughs> Sorry if you like it. Sorry if you write for it. Uh, yes. Please hire me. No. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I was like very proud of him. When someone gives me a recommendation that I really like, it's like, it's definitely a network show. It's not like prestige TV, but it's very watchable. The villain from, um, I don't know if you watched Lost. Did you watch Lost? I watched the first episode. Okay. The villain from Lost is in it. Um, the guy who plays Luke Cage, that actor is in it. And then the woman is on was on Westworld. I don't remember. Uh, she might've been on the season I didn't watch. So... I don't know. Check it out. It's only 13 episodes. It's on Netflix. It's very watchable. I only have a few episodes left. I was, I was actually saying to him, I was like, I don't like net, network shows usually because it's like 24 episodes. And like even with you with Criminal Minds, it's like I want to, but I'm like, there's like 200 episodes. <laughs> I know. But you know how that seems very overwhelming to start, I even swear, though I know? I swear it's not. It's like eating the most delicious potato chips. Well, when he recommended Evil to me, I was like, ugh, like a 24. He's like, there's only, I was like, okay, it's one season. So it's only 24 episodes. Right. And then it's only a half season. So it was only 13. And then I actually was mad because that's how much I like it. I was like, well, now I wanted it for 24 episodes. So it was canceled. No, it just, it, it started and then COVID happened. Oh. But it's renewed for season two. The other selling point for it is that it's by the people who did The Good Wife, which I was one of the last network shows I really liked watching. Uh, so they're the same producer. So it has that kind of soap. It's like a very procedural. Each episode is a new case. Like, it's good. Trust me. It's, you'll love it. Like <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure I will. Look, I'm on season... I'm finally... I'm on season 11 of Criminal Minds now. Aisha Tyler is one of the new agents. I love her. Ooh. She's a great comedian, great actress. So I'm happy she, she just showed up. Uh, and it's it's just so... I just love watching the show. I just love how disgusting it is. Yeah. It's so fucked up. It just reminds me of like um, 
It's just very comfort food. I was talking to Andy about this. I think that procedurals are the only shows that work for me now with huge episode because it's like there's not like an overarching story really. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I'm not going to watch that of like The Sopranos. No. Even with that show, which I love, I'd be like, come on, like there's not enough story to drag out here. Well, I just think, I mean, I know we're, I'm not alone in this, but I think there's a certain type of person like procedurals are popular for a reason. Because you don't have to know anything. You can hop in at any point. Yeah. And you'll catch up very quickly. Yes. And like, it's just like these standalone things. I mean, I watched Law and Order SVU out of order. And you also can just like, you don't have to pay attention. Like a hundred percent. Well, it doesn't have to be like you know, we're like Westworld, where you're like, wait, what just happened? Now right. I have to read. A if recap. you miss something, you can kind of fill in what had happened. I mean, it's just easy. But it, there, yeah, it's it's a good show. I like it. Uh, so I'm excited to check out Evil when I'm done Criminal Minds, of course, because that is my like main show I'm watching right now. The other weird thing um, that I got re into, which is a show I really only watch when I'm staying in, in hotels for some reason, because it's always on whenever I turn on the TV, is Say Yes to the Dress. Oh. Look, that that show you really can be not paying attention. Oh, yeah. Because you just glance over and you're like, oh, another crystal corset lace dress that's also see-through right and an amazing uh italian girl from new jersey who's begging her parents to spend the extra three thousand dollars i love that show i don't think i've ever seen it but i could see myself being very irritated no it's great it's great this episode i'm watching right now is like the like there's all these dadzillas on it i didn't even know that there was dadzillas me either Wait, do you not watch multiple shows at the same time? I do. I'm oh. watching Say Yes to the Dress in the afternoons okay. while I'm doing other stuff. And then at night when... But you don't watch two like serious shows, non-reality, I, at the same time? Uh, no. What, Brendan and I, we always have like a show. And look, we're not watching a show right now together, which we got to figure you out. You should do evil. Well, I'll ask him if he's interested yeah. in that. Uh, but I mean, we're watching Bake Off together right now. It's right. like the one like high quality. I was just asking because you, because you said you had to finish criminal minds first. I'll often watch two shows at once. Well, I can, I can look, he's not watching that show with me. That's like my show when everything's quiet and I'm up (laughs) and wired at three in the morning and he's already asleep. Yeah. I'm watching criminal minds. Um, but yeah, we do. We I mean, Fargo, we only like, Oh yeah, I need to get back on that train. I forgot. I meant to watch that, but haven't yet. Is it good? (sighs) I just watched the first episode. Yeah. So that's my big recommendation. I really like that show. I love love hearing about shows that I've never heard of that are good. You know what? I kind of had, I remember a few months ago, I think Ali Siegel had mentioned it because it was when he said it, I had heard it before. Yeah. But for some reason, I just didn't know what it was. And then when he kind of explained it more, I was like, oh, maybe I'll check that out. (laughs) Gotta get on the Goliath train, Desi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep forgetting. A, dude, Billy Bob Thornton. You I cannot know. go I wrong love with him. him. He's so good in that show, too. He's I love also, him. He's like very smart and like on, on it, but he's also a fucking drunken mess. Okay. It's, it's like the height of Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. It okay. is peak Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> he's fantastic in it. Most of my problems, I forget what people tell me. And then when I'm looking for something, I panic and just <laughs> do whatever. Okay, like after, or I guess you're finished. You need to watch Goliath next just because I want to know like your opinion about okay. it. It's very good. Okay. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. What'd you eat? Well, I just had some really good chocolate honeycomb (laughs) that Rachel brought from Palm Springs. That was good. The I chocolate covered honeycomb. Anytime some d- like chocolate thing has honeycomb in it, I'm very into that. I'm so into honeycomb. It might be like my favorite type of old fashioned candy. I was, and we're talking about like confection, like a candy honeycomb, not an actual no wax honeycomb. Uh, you've probably had it before. Maybe you it's haven't. Spun, hard, but kind of spun like porous. It's hard to describe. You don't know, you know, I looked up how to make it and it's surprisingly easy to make. I've seen it too. It's basically you boil honey with baking soda. You yeah. cook that together and there's some kind of chemical reaction. I mean, any look, you put baking soda in anything, there's going to be a chemical reaction. Well, and it's, uh, yeah, I've almost made it. I've almost made it too. We should make it homemade. We, we should, because I always think like, oh, for Christmas, I'm going to make candies for people. I like making candies. Yeah. My candy thermometer broke, so I have to get a new one. But I, I've done the I've done the softball, like the old-fashioned way. Have you done it? <laughs> I've made marshmallow before. Oh, you have? I, well, remember when we used to do... Oh, right, right, right. When we did eating pie, I made um, s'more pie. That's and I right. I made homemade marshmallow for yeah. that. So you had your candy thermometer. I had my candy thermometer. I, we should do a candy-making day. We really should. That would be fun. I want to make that pie again. S'more pie pie. again. I mean, it's the Buckeyes recipe. Yeah, that was a good pie. I'm not going to be able to go there anytime soon. No way. Um, So I don't really... I can't think of anything interesting I had this week. Well, I ate a lot of great shit this week. So tell us. So I went to Palm Springs for a couple days, stayed at an Airbnb with Brendan. Uh, And we just ate the whole time. That's literally all we did. And it was fantastic we laid out and we ate and uh i had some pupusas from Mm. this salvadoran place such a great food yum it's i mean i ordered it two days in a row i love pupusas it was like the perfect i ordered it for breakfast it was Mm. it came with two pupusas that were stuffed with like cheese and i think there was like some pork in there like shredded right and then it came with a side of really good like you know, refried black beans mm. and it came with a fried plantain and it Yum. came with sour cream, the crema. Yeah. I mean, that is a perfect breakfast. I love plantains, <laughs> like the fried. They're, yeah, so, they're so good. good. I ordered that two days in a row. I wish I was eating it again right now. Uh, the other thing we had some, like we went to, well, we ordered from a, like a seafood restaurant. I had a really good crab cake because the crab cake didn't have a lot of like, you know, binder in it. You didn't get the bucket of shrimp? I did not order the bucket <laughs> of shrimp. I did not order the But on the menu, it said bucket of shrimp. Yeah. And how many times have I tweeted, I really could eat a bucket of shrimp and right now? And then you now. had your chance. I had my chance and I fucking blew it. Oh. So that's what I'm going to get next time. Well, at least you had a crab cake. I had two crab cakes. They were delicious. I love crab cakes. And then I ate like two orders of fries. Yum. I just ate a lot. We uh, we um, Look, if I eat a meal three times a day, 
I don't normally do that. No. Like have three full meal, meals. Well, when you're ordering food, you're just going to eat more anyway. Oh, totally. Especially when you have a vibe where you're like, let's just try it. <laughs> we'll just get an extra. I mean, we, it was like, we're on vacation. I mean, this is like the first yeah. like vacation, quote unquote, I've done in like a year, mm-hmm. basically, just because of whatever quarantine. And this was like the only kind of vacation you really can do where it's like you're isolated at an Airbnb. Yeah. So, I mean, and my favorite thing to do on vacation is eat. So we just like postmated. Yeah all this shit like Yum. every day it was great um i'm trying to think what else i feel like i had something else i'm so sorry you guys i can't even remember oh yeah we went we ordered from this jewish deli that was featured on diners drive-ins and dives <gasps> uh it's called sherman's okay i don't know it it's really good i like brendan had a hot pastrami sandwich mm. which he loves pastrami and i had a turkey sandwich like sorry like i'm not really like a pastrami girl okay I didn't grow up eating brisket or pastrami. Really? Brisket is so good. My mom doesn't cook or eat red meat. Oh. So I never grew up eating brisket. Oh, my God. That was my favorite thing when I was in the Jewish family. <laughs> <laughs> when when they would make like that for like high holy days. High like holidays. Shot, yeah. yeah, high holidays. Uh the the brisket, that was like the thing I loved the most. Yeah. It was so good because it has like this tangy red sauce on it usually because it's yeah. like bro- like whatever braised or something it's so good and that was like my favorite thing and she was always like so happy because I loved her brisket your mom <laughs> no uh it would be like her mother-in-law who was like the Jewish mother yeah so when we would come over I was like mm, and I would even eat like the gefilte fish <laughs> You did? <laughs> because I love horseradish. Yeah. So I would put like so much horseradish. It was like a horseradish vehicle for me. There is nothing more disgusting than jarred gefilte fish. Why is it so revolting? I am fucking disgusted by it. The I, gel? Dude. The I, gel is... I can't deal with that gel. I'm even... Look, <laughs> because... The jarred gefilte fish is so disgusting, I can't even eat the homemade good stuff. Because I just think of the jarred stuff. It's not... I don't even think it tastes that bad. No, it's not. It's just... It's just the whole idea of it looks ugh, weird. Just get those fish balls out of my and fucking face. And just the face. smell. Also, who's going to eat... Like, when people buy one of those and they're... It's like, you live alone. What are you going to do with six or seven pieces of gefilte? <laughs> like, that's something for me. It's like, I'll have it once. I'll take a bite once a year. Honestly, like, like just the idea of that jar of reconstituted ground up fish it's like haven't the jews suffered enough we yeah don't to, we don't need to live like this okay like we don't live in the shtetl anymore like why are we eating this yeah get I don't know. rid of it is that something people like well i think people like i went to an orthodox seder once yeah which i'm not orthodox and it was like a friend at the time like it was an acquaintance i knew and she took me to like her rabbi's orthodox seder so i was like total fish out of water. Yeah. Because I like, I mean, we had to like get up and like wash our hands in between each course. It was like very religious. Yeah. And so of course it's the kind of Seder where you're like not eating for hours because there's like a million Ugh. prayers. Yeah. Um, And they had homemade gefilte fish when they brought that out. And I, of course I tried it. I was like too afraid to like not try everything. And oh, even, absolutely. Even though like the cooking was not great. Let's just be honest. Like it wasn't my mom's cooking. Right. It was just like, right. and, but I ate it to be polite. Of course, I ate everything to be polite. Um, but we didn't really do gefilte fish. No. I mean, I definitely have had it in my life, but it's never something I'm like, I want that. 
I never wanted it. It's fucking repulsive to me. It's so gross. So, uh, yeah, I this place Sherman's though was fantastic. Uh, That's I, all you you that you just got a turkey sandwich. No, I oh. got more shit. Okay. Uh, I also got two desserts, and I I just said surprise me because they were like they postmate called me and they're like they're out of the sticky bun, so I was like just surprise me. I'll eat whatever desserts they have oh. there, and I got a cannoli. Oh, I saw that. They brought a cannoli over, and i <laughs> that's something I never just buy. Yeah. Cannolis. I like cannolis, but they can be really bad. They can be really bad. Yeah. And, but but I, I was like, this cannoli is probably going to be good because the sandwich I just ate was so delicious. Right. Like, this turkey was like, it was real good quality. Like, I'm pretty sure they bake their own bread there. Oh, nice. I mean, it was just, it was very simple, the sandwich, yeah. but it was just good and satisfying so i knew this cannoli i'm like this cannoli is probably going to be good and you know what it was Ooh, it had pistachios on Yum. the ends of it and like I, it was just very delicious and then they also brought over a milfoy i don't know oh. how to pronounce that shit yeah it's french sounds right it's like oh my god the fucking cat just oh my god i don't know what i don't know what he just did so yeah it was an eating journey this week, and it was it was so needed. Yeah, it was so needed. That sounds fun. And then on the way back, I got a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes. Oh, yeah, that's such a great sandwich. It's so good. It's so perfect. It's like it tastes really fresh to me, doesn't it? it there's something about that sandwich. I don't know what it is, but it tastes like it's like a whole other level of Popeyes. It doesn't taste like it's from a fast food. No, the. Chicken breast is juicy. It's very juicy. <laughs> How is it so juicy? And it's so fresh tasting. Like it's not dry at all. Like it's crazy. No, that is a great sandwich. Yeah. So I had one of those. Yeah. Because, you know, like uh, you got to get fast food on the way back from a trip. What choice do you have? Well, <laughs> you have to you do can, it. It's like the best thing about driving somewhere far is you get fast food. The best part. Yeah. Absolutely, the it's best sort of part. like, yeah. What are we gonna do? Let's get Taco Bell, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, I love Popeyes having the sandwich because oh, that's sort of my preference, fast food wise, Is like chicken tenders or fried chicken. Yeah, more so more places, play places, places. More places should have chicken. Honestly, brain dead. Like I okay. feel like the desert, the desert air has really like sucked the life out of me. Honestly, whenever I go away for a few days, I'm always tired when I get back, and it's like I thought I was supposed to be revived. It makes me feel like the biggest fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Whenever I go out of town, and I'm like, I need a nap. Like, what was I doing the whole time I was there? I was literally doing nothing. That was the whole point. It's really weird. The whole point was so that I could do nothing for a few days because I've been fucking stressed out and overworked. Yeah. And no, it never fails. Now I need another vacation. Seriously. And when I came home, Melon <laughs> had destroyed the fucking kitchen, even though he had a very nice babysitter looking yes, after him. I watched him. And then after I left, the day before Rachel comes, of course, he has to ruin my fucking reputation <laughs> as a babysitter. <laughs> Literally, fucking knock a huge bottle of wine. When you sent me that picture, I before I could zoom in it, I thought it was the plant because I just saw like dark matter all over the floor. So I thought he had like destroyed the plant or something like that. Dude, 
my brother gifted Brendan like this gigantic magnum sized bottle of natural wine that he made and it was sitting like just sitting out and uh Melon knocked it over. And when I came home, my entire I was like why does it smell awful in here? <laughs> <laughs> and uh my entire kitchen was just covered in wine. Oh my that god. That was one of those situations where I'm like I'm moving. I'm just going to move. No, exactly. I hate that kind of like vision. When, you when, I, the, when I didn't you spill powdered sugar all I over? I spilled. You? I went to get sugar and it completely dumped <laughs> on top of me in like five pound bag all over the floor. Like it literally looked like Tony Montana's desk. Like it. You know how when something spills, it's like that looks like about eight times as much that was yes. in. Like if you spill a gallon of milk, you're in like an inch of milk or something <laughs> like that. It's like how was all of that in there? So it's like this five pound. Like you could actually see piles, like mountains of sugar. It was so awful. I did not know how I was going to clean this up because you can't sweep it. No, because it it's wet. wet. God it's damn cats. Wet. No, the wet sweep is. <laughs> sweep is makes me physically <laughs> ill Dude, but you don't know what else to do and it's I, always glass because you obviously drop something that broke i Ugh. had to do the wet sweep i had to do the wet sweep so many times over and over again then i had to <laughs> fucking mop then whenever i walk over in my slippers of course i can feel like a tiny crunch like yeah. i know i'm gonna be feeling little crunches forever Ugh. or at worst you'll be bleeding one day because you step on a shard of glass oh, that was I really missed. thought I got it all up, but you you, but you never, never get it. know. You never get you it. You never all get up. it when all. You spill a glass, and this was a gigantic fucking bottle, especially when it shattered. Like, dude, that yeah. Oops, He's uh, in so that much was trouble. Bad. Very bad. Very bad. Melon. Annie escaped once, and he escaped. Yeah. So he was a very naughty. Um, child he was acting out <laughs> he, was he was really acting fucking out. acting out so write in with your bad cat stories oh yeah i tell would me, love some bad tell cat me stories. about a time your your adorable adult son or daughter or child yeah could be your a babe. cat child could be a kitten yeah did something where you were like i can't believe it yeah this is why they make cats so cute so we don't get rid of them <laughs> Okay, well, that's all I got today. That's it. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Bye.